the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for your personal bank show with Ferret's Tove, financial literacy educator and speaker, entrepreneur, and chairman of the board of a bank in formation. Take charge of your financial future with your personal bank. Now here's Ferret's Tove. Welcome to the Your Personal Bank Show. I have heard one of the most disturbing statements from a government employee or leader, whatever you want to call her. And in, in, as long as I as long as I can remember, this is one of the worst things I've ever heard. Janet Yellen, current Treasury Secretary, former Fed Chair, she recently made a statement that is beyond the pale, and it has a hint of truth to it. To really, I think, open the door to really to understand why our country is where it's at, why the economy is where it's at why we're having the high inflation we have. And that statement that Janet Yellen made is this. She, she stated that, that uh, she did not anticipate how much inflation would affect consumers last year. Uh, she just recently made, made this statement. And then she went on to basically blame everything except herself. So she said as she felt the force of uh, increased prices and bottleneck supply change and did not, didn't fully understand, quote unquote, at the time, but we recognize that now. Look, anyone with mo- the most basic understanding of economics understands that if you increase the money supply, you spend more money like the government did, you helicopter trillions of dollars into the into the economy. That is going to have an inflationary impact. If, folks, that's the very definition of inflation. Having more too much money or more money chasing goods and services. That increases the cost of goods and services. You know, I, I yes, I'm fired up. I'm frustrated. I'm, folks, I'm angry. And I'm angry because... Our Treasury Secretary is a person that is their job, and the Fed Chair, their job is to have a handle or a basic understanding of macroeconomic forces. For her to make this statement that she did not anticipate or fully understand at the time how all this government spending would affect inflation, she didn't understand how the how the economy would have increased food prices and bottleneck supply chains by shutting down the economy and shutting down uh, small businesses and not allowing them to operate. She didn't anticipate or understand that shutting down, reducing oil production and gas production, energy production would cause inflation is a bold face it's either a bald-faced lie 
or she is unbelievably incompetent at her job. Now, I've often thought about this for a long time, for, for the last couple of years, when you see some of these incredibly, incredibly stupid statements made by so-called leaders in our country that we have right now. And I just find it beyond comprehension that somebody in those positions, Treasury Secretary of the United States, former head of the Federal, uh, Federal Reserve, I find it incomprehensible that somebody would truly not understand how inflation works, spending more, how more spending more money would cause inflation, how reducing the energy supply would cause inflation. I, I that's just incomprehensible. So it only leads me to the second conclusion. And again, I've been asked this by many many people. Do you think what they're doing? The actions that our government is taking, or the Biden administration is taking to that affect our economy and, and our country in negative ways. Do you think it's just they're that they're just completely incompetent? Or do you think it's intentional? And like I said, I, I do not believe a person can be that stupid. I mean, you're talking about an imbecile here, okay? I mean, this is, again, when it comes to economics and understanding economics and you're in the financial world, this is the very, very basics. I believe she fully understood that printing the extra, all this extra money would cause inflation. And she completely understood that reducing the energy supply would cause inflation. What I believe is she understood it and agreed with it because she has an agenda. And I've shared this so many times. These people that want us to, to change this economy drastically, dramatically, make these fundamental shifts, are doing it for several reasons, but they basically revolve around power and money. Again, by inflation is one of the worst insidious economic disasters to befall anyone particularly someone say in the middle class or or more or less you know the poorer folks right it particularly affects those people at a much bigger or more impactful rate because a bigger percentage of their money their income is spent on the basics like food and shelter and and fuel see a lot of people as these people, these leaders, I think, fully understand but don't care, is a lot of people don't have a choice about driving to work to go to their job. In fact, a lot of people, their job is driving. What about truck drivers, for example? All right. It's not like you can say, well, I'm just going to work from home, right? And, and, and spend less money on fuel. It's not like they have an option. They don't have a choice, right? These people don't care. Folks, they're rabid fanatics about this green energy stuff. They have agendas of wanting to create chaos. There's Marxists involved, pe people who just want power and control over, over the majority of us. So they have more power and control uh, for them. It's, it's like the bully in school. The bully in high school gets off on picking on the person who's weaker because... Well, we all know there's a lot, 
there's a lot of insecurity and things like that going on, a lot of mediocrity in that bully. And I see a lot of that in our current leadership, many in the leadership. They're not outstanding thought leaders. They're not people who take charge or take responsibility or as, as famously uh, talk about, you know, Harry Truman, the buck stops here. They don't. In fact, Janet Yellen goes on after stating she didn't fully understand at the time how that the economy would have increased food prices and, and bottleneck supply chains. She goes on and, and makes a bunch of excuses about everyone else except her. Folks, the reason why we have inflation is quite simple. Our government spent too much money. We've redu they, they reduced oil and fuel supplies and natural gas through a combination of shutting down pipelines, refusing to allow oil leases, making it more complicated. Heck, I'll give you another one. You know, the United States has not started a major, uh, this, this is a long-term problem, hasn't built a major oil refinery in nearly 50 years. Even though in the last 50 years, the demand for oil has increased substantially, okay, as we've gotten more population and all those kinds of things. And you know the reason why? It's just quite simple. The demand's there. It's not like the industry doesn't want to produce more oil. It does. It's not like there isn't supply. We have some of the largest oil supplies in the United States, in the world. We were just a couple of years ago energy independent. We were capable of generating our own energy. It's not for those reasons. The reasons are quite simple. It's the red tape our federal government puts out and doesn't make it efficient or effective or cost effective for companies to start an oil refinery. Folks, this is a problem that has gone on for the last 50 years. We're seeing the culmination of it in this current administration. And it has to change, and it has to change now, or we are going to be facing economic ruin. And I don't say that lightly. I'm not a person that's a conspiracy theorist. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, you know, partake in a lot of those things. But if we allow our government to be overbearing, over-involved, for example, not allowing any drilling, not allowing new, new uh, refineries to come online, not allowing nuclear energy, not allowing natural gas, the things that actually work, the technology that works, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to just continue to see more and more economic problems and less and less control of our own lives, of course, than the leadership they'll win. They'll get more power, won't they? As they gain more control over us. I mean, she went on to, to say things like, her, her comments make a mark reversal from what she was making last year, that inflation only po poses a small risk and wouldn't be a lasting problem. She echoed the whole transition thing. Folks, I find this offensive. I find it incredibly frustrating. And I think it's just one more effort by the current administration and the current leadership to try to deflect blame away from themselves and onto anything or anyone else they can come up with to try to deflect the blame from them. And fortunately, here's where I'm positive. Here's where I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged by the American people 
and the intelligence of the American people, the vast majority are not happy with the direction this country is going and recognize who actually caused this problem. I mean, the reality is when you shut down the Keystone Pipeline on day one of your administration, like Biden did, folks, that sends a big message. And those kind of things are hard to forget. I think that's where they messed up. They went too hard, too fast, too big. And, of course, they caused problems. They intentionally, they like this. They're happy about it. I'm going to talk about this more in the further segments. And some things that we can do to weather this economic storm, this high inflationary environment. I'm telling you, your personal bank is an option that makes sense if you have not looked into it. With higher interest rates, you're going to get higher dividends. With guarantees, you're not going to have a situation like your personal bank offers. You're not going to have a situation where you have you know, sustained losses like we've been seeing in the stock markets, for example, and cryptocurrencies and things like that. You're going to have liquidity, access to your funds. My gosh, in a tough economic time, that's important. You also gain positive arbitrage. You earn some interest on the money you spent, which means you have more money in your pocket. And in a high inflationary environment, that is important more than ever. And lastly, I can show you how to leverage, safely leverage bank money to increase your rates of return and build wealth. Contact me at 1238662684422 or yourpersonalbank.com for more information. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. Yes, if you were listening in the first segment, you heard I I was getting pretty fired up. I'm angry. And I'm angry at the games that our leadership is playing or trying to play on the American people. And the most recent thing is our current Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, making a statement stating she did not anticipate how much inflation would affect consumers. And uh, as she put it, she didn't fully understand at the time how would the economy would feel the force of increased food prices and, and bottleneck supply chains. But we recognize that now. Lady, that's your job. And I'm sorry, Back, you can go back, it's recorded. You can listen to this show. In May of 2021, I was sharing that inflation is coming because of the actions that our federal government was taking, both in the terms of spending too much money and energy policy, reducing energy availability. I wasn't the only one. Pretty much any economist worth their salt, legitimate one, was stating the same thing that a year ago. Okay? This is willful ignorance. Or it is absolute, uh, unbelievable incompetence, or it's intentional. And I don't think you get to be the head of, head of the Federal Reserve or the Treasury Secretary, and you're that incompetent. I think she believe. I think she's lying to us now. And I think you know she goes on and talks about trying to blame this on Putin and blame it on China and blame it on everything else that she can think of, except herself. And our administration. I just think this is one more effort by the current administration to try to deflect the blame of inflation and the economy onto anything but them. Remember, they were talking about Putin's price hike, right? Gas price, which was a, a lie because, and most people understood that, because inflation and gas prices were going up long before Putin invaded. They were talking about 
uh, companies gouging, price gouging, and stuff like that before that, and several other efforts that failed. And I believe this one will too, because the one thing they seem to be consistent about, well, two things, I guess. One is, of course, their agenda. They're blindly devoted to their agenda. And I think it's because of their, their devote, devotion, their blind devotion to power and money control, right? But the other thing they seem to be absolutely blindly um, don't understand as a group is they don't understand the intelligence of the average American. They think we're a bunch of, well, as what Hillary Clinton said, uh, the uh, what they call us, the deplorables, right? The, the Walmart shoppers, the people that go and do the, do those kinds of things, you know? And the funny thing is we've taken it on as a, a badge of honor, right? The average American. These are people that are elitist in their thinking. They live in a bubble. They don't un truly have no understanding of how real life works, have no experience with, say, running a business, for example, or actually having to make a living. Now, I'm going to share some more of this in a minute. And, and basically just, you know, as, as Hillary said, deplorables. They just they, they, they don't like the majority of Americans. And that isn't, even, that isn't even liberal, conservative, or independent. That isn't even political. They just don't like people that are below them, so to speak. And every once in a while, some of the truth comes out on that. But again, it just makes me angry. Here's another thing that's just it, it's frustrating and, and, and so avoidable is talking about America's summer of rolling blackouts. I'm seeing articles now, folks, we're looking because of this green energy transition, the American Electric Reliability Corporation has warned the North American Electric Reliability Corporation. This is no these are people that manage or you know uh, control the grid, right? Has stated that up to warned about two thirds of the U.S. could experience blackouts this summer, as they stated. Welcome to the green energy transition, folks. They haven't been warning. They've been warning about this for years that the climate policies would make the grid more vulnerable. Okay, and the reason's simple: green energy is not ready for prime time. It is not. The technology is not there. Doesn't matter. You can put as you can put up as many solar panels and windmills as you want. It's not ready for prime time. I'm not against green energy, but what I'm not I'm against is being uh, illo completely illogical, right? Being ridiculous about forcing it down our throats. And when it's not ready, it's not ready for prime time. And to give you an idea of how bad it is, even Governor Newsom of California is considering reopening a nuclear plant. Now, folks. If you want green energy, nuclear is probably the best bet. That's the one energy that's not fossil fuel that actually does produce energy and is ready for prime time. And finally, finally, far too late, unfortunately, even some on the some of the very liberals on the left are starting to recognize that fact. They need to get moving on it because we're going to have energy problems and uh, you need to be prepared for it. That's all I'm going to say. I've talked about for months. What should you do if you've got some extra money to diversify into precious metals? Or should you perhaps stock up on food, water, uh, the basics, and ammunition, medicine, things like that, that you need to protect yourself? I would lean towards that type of thing right now because I think it'll be more valuable than precious metals going forward. If we have rolling blackouts, and in some parts of this country, that could be 
Hey, in Phoenix in the summer, are you kidding me? That could be a disastrous. You're going to want and need some of these. I want to invest in a generator. You know what I'm trying to say? And what's ironic about all that is, I'm sure that's if you can get a hold of one these days. Um, <laughs> generators are far less efficient than the grid system that we have now. That's, that's the thing about pushing this so hard fanatically before it's ready is going to actually cause a big, ironically, could cause a bigger environmental problem than it's was trying to solve. But it gives it goes beyond that. It's bigger than that. It's this whole attitude of, of wanting people to be um, reliant on government so that the people that are elected or non-elected leaders can have more power and control and money themselves. And here's, a, here's just another perfect example on a small scale. We talk about some of the macro stuff, but here's a small scale example of there's some law, the article just came out recently. Some Los Angeles County lifeguards are in a recent report in, in 2019 were making upwards of $392,000 a year. And apparently the highest paid lifeguard in LA County in 2020 made $510,000 that year. Now, <laughs> He also had added parts of like benefits that they say benefits of the amount of something like uh, $85,000 in benefits and added perks and everything else. Look, I'm not against lifeguards. Don't get me wrong. They, they serve a valuable job. It's a dangerous job. I, I appreciate that fact. But when you have lifeguards making as much or more than many doctors, I, I think we would all agree, which requires a lot more training. <laughs> to be a doctor, for example, um, this is egregious. And the reason this type of stuff, okay, in fact, they even said it isn't just one person. In fact, almost 100 lifeguards were made at least 200 grand last year with benefits. And something like 20 of them earned between 300 and up to 500,000 per year. Now, and then they can retire at age 55 with 79% of their compensation after they've worked for 30 years. Now, why is it lifeguards are getting paid upwards of 200, 300, even up to $500,000 a year? That's a problem, folks. We're talking about that in the next segment. Contact me for more information on how to take control of your money, your situation. Call free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. For more information on Your Personal Bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. And I was just sharing the last segment some of the problems that we're dealing with here that all basically revolve around the same thing. And that is whether it's Janet Yellen, our current Treasury Secretary, stating she didn't understand that, that uh, spending too much money and uh, reducing oil energy would cause inflation, give me a break, to Los Angeles County paying 300000 to, uh, 300, to $500,000 a year for lifeguards, it's the problem is it's about people who are in government trying to gain more power, right? And some of the ways they accomplish that are various different ways, but 
whether it's Janet Yellen with the Treasury Secretary, she basically, frankly, wants more government control. She's stated this many times, many different ways. And one way to accomplish that, frankly, is, you know, hurt people economically. There's probably the average, the middle class and, and poor folks, there's no, probably no better way than have high inflation, which means they're more reliant on government, which gives her more control. To you have situations where L.A. County lifeguards, thankfully I don't live in L.A. I'd be pissed if I knew that my tax dollars were going to lifeguards, something like nearly 100 of them making 200 grand a year plus. All right. I'd be pissed. But the reason it happens is you have these elected officials, people that get into uh, run for office or get into office and make all these promises. And, you know, Frankly, it's, no, it's a, nothing more than a bribe, folks. It's an election payoff. Why do you think the overwhelming majority of government employees vote Democrat? Because they understand that they're probably going to send more money their way, whether it's in salaries or whatever way. And it's, it's nothing more than a payoff. It's a bribe. I don't know how else to put it. And it's sick. It's, it's egregious. I've been one to about talk, railing on financial uh, financial responsibility for, well, decades, frankly. Okay? This is nothing new. And, 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 you know, having public unions, that's the worst of the bunch. I mean, you got the teachers' unions. You got, the, you got all these different unions. And they're, they're, they're negotiating salaries with people that are elected – and the people pay, footing the bill, the taxpayers, aren't at the table, are they? They're not represented. We're the ones paying the bill. We get no representation. I think there was something called a Boston Tea Party that kind of started way back when, prior to the revolution. Uh, no taxation without representation. <laughs> Anybody remember that? Well, in their history books, I'll put it that way. In other words, what I'm trying to say is we're seeing the same thing happen in front of us. We're basically... These people are voting for folks that they think will give them more money. And it's a payoff, right? I mean, how else, how else can you explain it? And then you let me give you another one, a big picture. The IRS has now squandered nearly a billion dollars in erroneous pandemic credits, and it's stated they won't try to recoup. Even though the Treasury watchdog recommended that they do so, but they decided, eh, it's not worth the effort. They're going to hire, they've got more money in their budget. They're going to expect to hire something like 10,000 new agents, just what we need, more IRS agents, and to collect more tax money from us, the taxpaying citizens, right? But they don't want to go after about a billion dollars in erroneous um, payments or credits that were paid to people uh, illegally or whatever. Uh, yeah, because that's too much trouble. They'd rather pursue law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. Again, I find that egregious. I find that irritating and frustrating. And I know it's not, you know, people are afraid to say those kinds of things, but that's the truth, isn't it? It's this, uh, it's this callous disregard for any kind of financial um, responsibility whatsoever that I just find incredibly frustrating. It makes me angry. So whether it's lifeguards, like I said, getting paid three to five hundred grand a year salaries, or it's the IRS paying out a billion dollars, but they're not going to make any effort to recoup, 
hey, if you're one of those people that got money illegally, I guess that's good news for you, right? But if the watchdog found that something like $355,000, I'm sorry, 355,000 individuals were erroneously issued payments, which included ineligible dependents, non-residents, and individuals associated with a credit from a U.S. territory. So in other words, they weren't even citizens. Gee, I wonder why the IRS isn't going to go after those people. Any guess? <laughs> well, those people tend, they know they're going to get freebies from the government and tend to vote Democrat, right? We wouldn't want to have to take that back from them. You see what I'm trying to say? Again, it's nothing more but another effort to buy votes, which means you get more control, more power. Stay tuned in the last segment. We're going to cover a few other things and some good news, I promise, that I'm excited about. Contact me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com for more information on how I can help you navigate this economic disaster we're going through right now and come through stronger and better. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. Back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. And if you've stuck with me so far, you know I'm really frustrated today. I'm seeing all kinds of situations that I find infuriating. From Janet Yellen, our current Treasury Secretary, telling us that she did not anticipate how much inflation would affect consumers. Lady, that's your job. She should be fired and terminated immediately. Of course, she probably won't be. Probably promoted somehow, right? Because she's inept or a liar, one or the other. And I, I, there's no two ways to put it. And that's incredibly frustrating. We have situations where, you know, we're looking at a summer of rolling blackouts because lack of energy. We've got, you know, the IRS squandering a billion dollars and not going and not going after it because, frankly, most of the money went went to uh, non-citizens. And where do you, who do you think they actually voted for? And if you want to go back to saying, well, wait a minute, non-citizens didn't vote. I got another article showing where audits have shown where quite a number of non-citizens in the, in the tune of, of a significant, over well over a million, has been documented now, did. So that's a whole other point. But let's, let's focus on another one. Biden's now talking about, you know, um, how should I say, uh, getting rid of stu uh, doing student loan forgiveness. And even to their credit, the Washington Post editorial board, <laughs> they are no conservative, okay? They even stated that it would be an expensive and inequitable election year stunt. And they're right. It's nothing more than David stated it. Student loan will be an effort basically to buy votes. In other words, all these giveaways, all these this money, all these folks, it's nothing more than taxpayer-funded subsidies to buy votes. And, you know, we have got, we, we, and we are, the American, that's, that's where the exciting part, that's where the encouraging part is. The American people are waking up to this fact that we have leaders who really are not leaders in any shape, form, or manner, not by any traditional definition. They're just power-hungry, power-hungry mongers. They want more power. And they'll basically do whatever it takes to gain more power, including buying votes by paying off student loan debts, for example, or 
giving money through the IRS and eh, went to some people it shouldn't have gone to, but eh, whatever, it's just a billion dollars. Or paying lifeguards half a million dollars a year. Who do you think they're voting for? You know what I'm trying to say? But here's some other things. And again, I can be chipper, and, and, I'm, and I'm generally I am, and I'm an upbeat, um, um, optimistic person. But I can either tell you like it is, or what you want to hear, or what you need to hear. That's one of the things I share all the time with people. You know, this is uh, something that really needs to be um, addressed. You know. The CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase just came out recently and stated that his company is hunkering down for a looming economic hurricane. You know, those are pretty strong statements. As he said, he goes, "Are the COVID-induced recession, the U.S. economy shrank at 1.5% in the first quarter of 2022. He says various phenomena, including persistent inflation, high gas prices, and Ukraine war, you know, he said, there's a lot of storm clouds out there and it's a hurricane. That's his statement. And he goes, right now, there's things that are, I like this, or he's kind of sounding, things are doing fine. Everybody thinks the Fed can handle this and the hurricane's right around the corner, right down the road coming our way. He doesn't believe the Fed can resolve this. They started a year late, at least. Almost everybody agrees with that. Any person where, worth their economic salt. Um, he also forecasted oil may hit 150 a, ba a barrel or more, potentially. Um, like I said, we're not taking the proper actions to protect Europe from what's gonna happen in the oil in the short term. Um, you know, he talks about all kinds of different things that are just really eye-opening. As he put it, JP Morgan is bracing themselves and they're gonna be very conservative with their balance sheet. Again, um, talking about home sales slumping also, things like that, interest rate hikes. Um, all kinds of things that he believes is we got an economic hurricane ahead of us. Look, you need to protect yourself, patting down the hatches. If you're at risk, strongly recommend reducing that. Now that's not me saying that. CEO JP Morgan Chase is saying that. Okay, probably good advice. In fact, I was talking to somebody today uh, who's talking to their financial advisor who was who stating, well, you know, yeah, it's bad, but it's it, it it'll get better. Yeah, it will get better eventually, but I think it's going to be a while. Certainly, probably likely not this year, right? So protect yourself. And like I said, if you're looking for an alternative, contact me at toll-free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. I'll show you how to reduce your market risk and still get a nice return on your money. I can show you how to build it up where you can get double-digit returns with safety, with guarantees, tax-free. Leverage your money, use safely leveraging money with bank money. I can show you how to do all those things. You don't have to take on the risk that so many people do that I see they're doing, particularly in as J, as the uh, CEO JP Morgan Chase is stating, an going into an economic hurricane. Okay, time to batten down the hatches, man. And then to put, you know, here's another thing to put, you know, I, it's like egg on the face, so to speak. You know, those whole baby formula shortage, which is another disaster by the Biden administration, shutting down a plant, not making any contingency plans. Again, the government getting overly involved and messing things up, okay, and causing supply chain issues unnecessarily, all right, and then dragging their feet and dragging, dragging this out for months and months and months. Interestingly, in Mexico, 
the sh stock shelves are stocked with baby formula. There's parents, there's no shortage, not a problem. Parents are going across the border and getting baby formula with no issue. So folks, it isn't that there's a supply shortage. All right, why would they have plenty? It's the messed up situation, the economic situation that's been caused here. And it's been caused by our overactive, overbearing, overinvolved government. And their response to all this, I love this. So what have they been doing lately? Well, the Biden administration has been focusing on very important issues like declaring June as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and intersex pride month. Wasn't there a, a gay pride month already? I don't know which one it is. I don't pay attention to those kinds of things, but I know I, I know there was or is, was, I don't know. Do we really need another month to celebrate to celebrate this stuff? Okay, we got Black History Month, I know. Okay. I mean, come on, man. Really? That's what you're going to focus on. We have an economic crisis. Uh, Russia is at war. Nuclear power is at war with Ukraine, and we're supplying them with with um, with uh, um, weapons. We got an energy crisis, and you're you're uh, going to focus on creating a new month for lesbians, gays, and all that. Look, I'm not against them, but do they really need another month? And and, and frankly, more importantly, why should our White House even consider that or be care about it one iota, especially right now? And then they. But to go beyond and above and beyond, they, that, that isn't enough. They're not just doing that. They also created a new environmental justice office. It's called the Office of Environmental Justice. will address climate issues to protect health and disadvantaged communities. Yeah, that's what we really need. More government. Absolutely. We got raging inflation because of too much government spending. And your response is, hey, let's start another government agency. Yeah, that's right. That's... That sounds like a good plan. And then on top of that, it, that's not good enough. They've got to just pile on, right? So that Biden's administration, the DOJ, is, is going to court, trying to attempt to force Americans to mask up again on airplanes. You know, that's really important right now. COVID is over, man. Okay? I'm sorry. I may not be politically correct to say that, but as it not only has it been over, it's been over for months if not a year or more for many many people in this country and for them to focus time energy resources on to try to force people on airplanes to wear masks again at this late stage of, of even dr fauci who i believe almost nothing he say, says he even states this is not about um it's not about uh, medical reasons it's about control and power which is true right so those are the things that, that, you know, they're focused on, and that's why the approval ratings are so low. Gee, I wonder why. Not focus on what's important, what affects Americans, but on all this other stuff that just doesn't matter and is ridiculous in most cases. Here's my positive. Here's why I'm actually excited about the future. As frustrating as what we're dealing with is right now, as irritating, as angry as it makes me, in in some respects, that's what gives the fuel for hope for the future, because I'm not the only one out there. In fact, as this one state article from Political stated, it's going to be an army. Tate revealed the GOP plan to contest elections 
They're placing operatives as poll workers and building a hotline for friendly attorneys, okay, in several swing states. Basically, the plan involves having people basically overrun, over, overrun Democrat precincts with video cameras, train recruits, poll workers, attorneys, you name it, basically make it next to impossible for anyone to rig the system, cheat, mess around with it. In other words, force transparency in our election system. And what, and which it should be, it should be, I said that from day one, it should be absolutely transparent to anyone. That should not be a, a um, partisan issue. That should be straightforward, a democracy issue. But what, I, what I'm excited about, as they're pointing out, the frontline workers, there's going to be an army. You know, they always say, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame. Oh, what is it? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, right? Well, you know, there's a lot of people that realize they didn't like the way things went down the last election. They don't feel good about it. They feel like there's a lot of shenanigans that happened. There were a lot of rules that changed. There's no argument about that. A lot of things happened that were not normal. Not out of, And our freedoms, our democracy is literally at risk. And they see the way the country has gone for the last year and a half as a result. Clearly not in the direction of the what the vast majority of Americans want. And they're finally, re it's like waking the sleeping giant. I've said this many times. And I still have faith. I have had it from the beginning, but that faith has been renewed and strengthened over this past year as I see people stepping up and saying, you know what, enough's enough. You want to gain control and power and money for yourself and take it away from me. Well, guess what? This is still a free country. I still have rights, and I'm going to stop you from doing that. And that's the brilliance of our Constitution and our founding fathers. Great example. I shared this in the last show. Where can I look into this further? Canada is the right to own, bear arms, for example. And I know this is a hot topic issue. I get it. But the right to bear arms doesn't exist in Canada or Australia, for that matter. It's a privilege, not a right. Much like driving is a privilege in the United States, not a right. So because it's a privilege, they can take it away from you. And, and Canada is taking active steps to do so. They did already in Australia a few years ago, and then the COVID shutdowns had, uh, happened, and they had the military out on people even if you went out of your home. In other words, they took full control of the populace because they had no, no way of protecting themselves or fighting back or any of those things. And people say, look, you can't fight back? Really? A bunch of goat herders in Afghanistan basically kicked out the most powerful military in the history of the world, the United States, recently. So the reality is it can be done, and there's just the threat of that is my point. The point I'm getting to is I'm encouraged about the future because I'm encouraged by the spirit of the and the common sense of the average American. Give yourself credit. We, we will stand up and take back our country. I fully believe this. But in the meantime, to get through this economic hurricane that we're dealing with, you want to take control of your money and weather the storm and come thrive and come through it, Call me at toll free 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Again, that's 866-268-4422. For more information on your personal bank, feel free to contact Ference at yourpersonalbank.com. 
This show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information. The presenter and guest on this program do not engage in legal, accounting, or tax advice. Professional advice regarding your situation should be sought if required. Products and writers may have limitations and may not be available in all states. Excessive unpaid loans may affect performance. Distributions may become taxable if not managed properly. Replacements may not be suitable for everyone. There may be charges when replacing coverage. Compare it when considering a replacement. Dividend rates and baseline of credit rates may change. Contact yourpersonalbank.com for current rates. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.